friends. Thanks for joining us and a special welcome to our new listeners. We're going to do something special this week. After 75 episodes, we are bringing back some of the early episodes that many of you might have missed, including this one from Kevin O'Leary, which was our second episode back in February. It has a surprising twist I think you guys will like. Enjoy. I was the older son. When she passed away, the executor called me and said, look, your mother's kept a secret account from both of her husbands her whole life. You should come here because you're now going to be the executor of this. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. Welcome to this edition of Financial Grown-Up. And for those of you who have not guessed yet, yes, that was the voice of Kevin O'Leary, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. He is going to join us in just a moment to share a story about a secret, a financial lesson secret, that he learned from his mother only after she passed away. It is a great story, and it's going to change your whole mindset about how you think about investing. So stick with me here. I just want to do a quick introduction to Kevin, tell you guys a little bit more about him for the maybe one or two people out there that don't know exactly who Kevin O'Leary is. He is a serial entrepreneur. He's got his own ventures, including an investment company that focuses on dividend ETFs. He also is in the wine business. And of course, O'Leary Ventures supports all the Shark Tank companies that he's invested in. Recent success of note, Plated, which he sold for a cool $300 million. He's also got a really interesting app I want you guys to hear about, and you will hear about it in just a moment. Here is Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, you are a financial grown-up, and I'm so excited you are on the podcast. Welcome. Great to be here. Thank you so much. And you are, of course, so special in my heart because you're such an advocate for financial literacy. You make it part of everything that you do, including your entrepreneurial ventures. Before we get to the financial grown-up moment that you're going to share with us, I do want to have you tell us more about the app Beanstalks. Tell us about Beanstalks. You know, for the last few years, I've been teaching at colleges and high schools, and I've just been stunned by the fact that we teach young people in America pretty well everything about math and reading, geography, even sex education, but we never talk to them about financial literacy. We never teach them how to invest. And even when I teach graduating cohorts of engineers at places like MIT, Harvard, Notre Dame, Temple, I'm blown away that these young people going off into the workforce have never bought a stock or bond. So the genesis of Bean Stocks, and I, I spelt it B-E-A-N-S-T-O-X, is an app. You download it, and it allows you to buy fractional shares of your favorite stocks or or exchange-traded funds, which means if you only have $2 to invest or $5 or $10 or whatever you've got, you can actually own a real share and learn about how the prices go up and down, when dividends get paid, and you know just to build a diversified portfolio. And I find when you do that on your mobile device, you actually watch it every day. Some people go on 10 times a day. And I've just been thrilled. Hundreds of thousands of them have been downloaded now. People have set up accounts. Even if they only put in 50 bucks a month, it's great to start investing because the truth about 
America is the average salary is $52,000 a year. And if you started investing just 10% of your income at the age of 22, by the time you're 65, if the markets do what they have done for the last 50 years, which is give you 6 to 7% a year return, you'll have $1.2 million sitting in the bank. For Very you. nice. All right, everybody check out Beanstalks now. I'm really excited for you to share your financial grown-up moment money story because my mom passed away a few years ago, and it's in some ways only in retrospect that I learn some really important lessons from her, and you learned a big lesson from your mom at that time. Yes, when she passed away, the I was the older son. I'm two years older than my brother. So the executor called me and said, look, your mother's kept a secret account from both of her husbands her whole life. You should come here because you're now going to be the executor of this. And when I got there, I was blown away. I mean, she had, I'd always wondered how she provided for my brother and I, her sisters, her, and her extended family. She always seemed to have money. And what she had done is she had done exactly that. She had put aside more than 10% of, of her paycheck when she was a young woman. And she invested in two types of securities. 50% of this portfolio were in large cap dividend paying stocks. And the other half were in telco bonds, five to seven year bonds. And her thinking was that nobody would ever let their phone be disconnected by not paying their bills. So she, she trusted telco. Wow. And this portfolio over 50 years outperformed everybody else in the family. So I did some research. It really changed my mind forever about investing. 70% of the returns of the stock market over the last 50 years have come from dividends, not capital appreciation. So I never buy a stock today that doesn't pay a dividend. I learned that from my mother. And her whole mantra was never spend the principal, only the interest. She was so right about that. And it's interesting because that really did inform your whole approach to investing and your whole business when it comes to your ETF business. Yes. You know, O-Shares is built around her philosophy. We don't have a single security in any of our O-Shares funds, including the new mid-cap one, OUSM. And the reason I'm really intrigued with mid-cap stocks in America today, the ones that pay dividends, is because of this tax reform. They used to pay 36% tax. Now they pay 21. So their cash flows this year are going to grow up by 15 to 20% more free cash. And if you look at the Russell 2000, which is the universe of all the small companies in America, 339 are profitable and pay tax. And they're all captured in OUSM. Wow. All right. So what is the takeaway lesson from that story? Do you wish, for example, that you, you talked to your mom more about her money philosophy and what she was doing? Basically, the takeaway story is this. When you start saving, there's two aspects to your saving. There's the principal, the money you're putting away, and then there's the interest you make off the principal or the dividends you get if you bought a stock. What she basically said was it's okay to spend and live off the dividends and interest, but it's not okay to spend the principal because once you spend the principal, you never get it back. The principal is what makes the money for you. So that philosophy is you live off interest, you live off dividends, and that's how you monetize your lifestyle, but you never dip in to your principal. Some people say, well, I really want to buy a boat. I want to buy a bigger house. I want to buy something and I can't because I don't make enough and they spend their principal. That always ends badly. Wow. All right. Your mom was definitely a financial grown up, and certainly we appreciate you sharing what she taught you. Before you go, give us a money tip for our listeners, something that you do that maybe they can emulate that can make a difference in their financial well-being right now, something they can implement today. 
Well, I've learned this years and years ago, and again, taught to by my mother. When you go out every day, the whole world is designed to take money from you. That's how they market and tell you to buy this or get a new latte or buy new jeans or a new pair of shoes. Every time you get tempted to buy something, and I do this even to this day, I ask myself, do I really need this thing? Do I really need it? Because when I take it, when I take my cash and I buy it, I'm basically killing those dollars in terms of them making me interest or dividends because I bought those shoes or I bought those pants or I bought whatever it was. People say to me, well, I can't save 10% of my salary. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I always remind them what my mother said. Yes, you can. You buy so much crap that you don't need. And anybody can look in their closet and look at all the stuff they don't wear anymore, the shoes they don't wear or the junk they bought. And so I've really, really learned buy really good things once in a while. And I'll tell you the anecdotal story. When my mother passed away, the women in my family fought like cats or dogs because all her clothes were Chanel and Gucci and really good stuff that she kept for decades, but she didn't buy any crap. And that was her lesson to me. Buy a good suit, buy a great pair of shoes, but don't buy a bunch of junk. That way you feel good about what you own, but you save a lot of money. And I've been able to cut my spending by a ton because I don't buy crap. And because she taught me that even wealthy people I work with, I do the special test with them. I say, get a piece of paper, just two sheets. You don't need any technology oh, no. <laughs> and write down all of the things you make money from in 90 days and all the money you spend in 90 days. And even really wealthy people outspend their income Oh wow! and they learn sobering basis. That's my lesson. Do your 90 day test, but don't buy crap. You don't need it. Thank you so much, Kevin O'Leary. It was such a pleasure having you. We will all keep tuning into Shark Tank and all your other ventures. Thank you. Take care. I always love talking with Kevin O'Leary. He's an amazing advocate for financial literacy and such an inspiration. So here is my take, and it probably won't surprise you guys. Financial grown-up tip number one, talk to your parents about money. And yes, get their advice but also try to get them to open up about what they did right and also, just as important, what they would have done differently. Get them to share their financial grown-up moments, their money stories. When we're kids, our parents often shelter us from what is really going on behind the scenes in our daily lives. For example, I remember as a teenager, my family moved into a bigger and newer house. Now, I didn't think that much about it when I saw my mom putting towels over the windows. It was a little weird, but you know, parents can be weird. What I learned later on was that they had really stretched to buy the house and they were waiting, holding off to buy the window coverings. So my mom was basically making do with what she had and really it was just fine. No big deal. All right, financial grown-up tip number two. If and when you have kids, make a plan for how you want them to learn about money. There is no right or wrong plan here. Every kid has different ways of learning and every family has different things that are right for them. Find out what works for you guys. Some resources though. I am a big fan of a book called The Opposite of Spoiled by Ron Lieber. Another classic to check out, Smart Money, Smart Kids by Dave Ramsey and Rachel Cruz. And finally, Make Your Kid a Money Genius by Beth Kobliner. Check them out. And for fun, I was recently gifted a book at FinCon by Scott Allen Turner called Money A to Z. It was a lot of fun to read with my child. 
And of course, don't shy away from business stories for kids, especially as they get older. Harry is now 10, and we are reading about Steve Jobs. The actual book title, if you guys want to check it out, is Steve Jobs, The Man Who Thought Different. It is by Karen Blumenthal. It's opening up a lot of discussions about funding a startup and all the different things that go into a business. It's also interesting to read about Steve Jobs and all of his personal quirks. So I will leave it to you guys to see if you want to read that book with your children or just check it out yourself. We hope you enjoyed this encore presentation of Kevin O'Leary. Hard to believe that this was just the second episode of Financial Grown Up back in February. If you are not already, please do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more amazing guests. We truly appreciate that you give us your time and attention. To learn more about Financial Grown Up, go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown up podcast. And please follow us on social media on Twitter at Bobby Rebell, on Instagram at Bobby Rebell One. And thanks to Mr. Wonderful Kevin O'Leary for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grown ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebell is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.